with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Whenever you're listening to this, um, we're doing it on Monday after the show. And um, yeah, Mondays are an interesting interesting situation. You kind of come in and you got the show and you're doing it. And then we got a lot of listeners that help us kind of pull it through. Yeah. And then at, right after the show, we are required as per our boss to plan the rest of our week, kind of, right? And well, I mean, it's good practice, so we should probably plan a little bit, right? Yeah, but you're not exactly, like, I don't know if everybody else in their line of work on Mondays, you just you just don't feel as creative and jump to the pump as you do the rest of the week. I'm a, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Maybe you too. No, there's a fog in here for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because so. everybody, like, they don't realize the amount of work that goes into planning a program like this. Imagine five days, 365, well, that's yeah. not true. It wouldn't be 365 days, but at five days a week, yeah. you got to do three and a half hours a show. Yeah, I was listening, to, I was to, listening to a podcast with Conan O'Brien on it recently, and uh, his show, his late night show, mm-hmm. he went from an hour to 30 minutes because he just says, I just, I couldn't, I was just so burnt out from planning. So I don't know, like maybe we like shorten our show. That may be done for us if we keep talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? We could like. Uh, there's a show in Australia that I listen to a lot. They used to do, only do a two-hour radio show. Oh, really? Two hours. Are we like negotiating now? You guys, with I do not want to be campaigning for a shorter show. No. <laughs> but what if it works out in our favor? How can it? I don't think, <laughs> think about the content in a two-hour show. It'd be nothing but gold. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Jack's right. I think that was. <laughs> I, I don't know why I mentioned that. Yeah. You know what? If you want to keep us on for eight hours, we want to be on forever. We sure. will plan an eight-hour show, okay? Sure. All we right. got it. All It'll right. be silver, not gold. But we we, we <laughs> had a lot of the same stuff. We had a pretty good show on Monday. Yeah. But here it comes. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today and windy this morning, still a high of 20 degrees. After two weeks out of their homes, residents of high level heard some great news this weekend. You can come home. Mayor Crystal McAteer announced that as of 10 a.m. this morning, the evacuation order will be lifted from the town of high level. However, she did add that residents will still be on evacuation alert. The Raptors lost game two of the NBA finals last night and game four of the Stanley Cup final goes tonight with the Bruins leading the Blues two games to one. Esk's fans enjoyed yesterday. It was a chance to watch practice and get some autographs. Now the Eskimos will open up the CFL regular season at home June 14th against Montreal. And Chris, you were there yesterday. I was. It's too late to go um, yesterday, but I'm telling you, if you've got a family, it's such a great, it's a free event. There's so many things going on down there. Just the kids were so happy. And then you get like autographs and pictures with all your favorite Eskimos. It's exciting. It's, It's amazing. It's already in my calendar for next year. Mark it down, Bo. By by next year, he'd love it. Yeah. 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 Well, if last night had you sad because there was no Game of Thrones, you're in luck. There is a one-time cruise themed around the Seven Kingdoms. It is set to take sail in August of 2020, and it will take visitors to all of the main Game of Thrones locations in Croatia, where it was mostly filmed. Now, there's only 38 spots available, and it will only set you back two grand. What? Not bad, actually, Come considering on. for a cruise. I thought you were going to say 200000 No, two grand for the cruise. That is a good I deal. I don't know. A show known for incest, <laughs> murder, intrigue. Is that the kind of cruise you want to go on? All the best shows are. It's truth. <laughs> All right. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Thank you, Jack. It's time for the Too Early for a Question question, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a fun one. It's wedding season for sure. Mm-hmm. This is the most requested item this year on married couples registry and when we say married couples i think that the female is mostly involved in putting this stuff together would you not say five thousand percent yeah yeah all right okay but this is the number one most requested item and i confirmed with jack it is 
It was on mine. Confirmed with my wife. It is. Matt. It would have been. We already had one. La they didn't t- have a registry. La t- we did have registry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was a cash registry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 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 the bank. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What is that number one requested item? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, the most requested item this year on Married Couples Registry is... Instapot. Ooh. Oh, that's a great guess, though. Oh, dang. Yeah, okay. it's not the... Uh, what does the Instapot do? It's a pressure cooker. Oh. It cooks things fast with lots of pressure. Okay, okay. I thought, it had something, <laughs> I thought it had something to do with cannabis. Never mind. <laughs> no. Oh, that's your Instabong. Got it. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Alicia, what do you think that most requested item is on a Married Couples Registry? I'm going to guess, can you stand mixer? Yeah, you know it. You got it. <laughs> you, it's online. You know it. It's, it <laughs> it's like a rite of passage. You get married, and then you get that, and it stays on your counter just for looks. I was going to say <laughs> use it twice a year. Because that's what the story, when I found this, basically they said after people get these, they never use them. They're intimidating. Yeah. You know what? I use mine probably once a month, and I think mm. that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that is that pretty is good. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably more than you use your husband. Uh, probably. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Get the bread hook. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have the bread hook, but... For your husband? Both. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Luke Combs and Hurricane. Again, Jack mentioned that Luke Combs has come out with his own uh, crock now. They're, uh, what are they, wood? Uh, They're wood-grained, inspired. So inspired like, by his guitar. Right. Oh, I get it. Not yes. like the wood. Do you remember the old wood-paneled station wagons? Do you remember those? Sure. They had the panel on them like that? They used to uh, paint those on PT Cruisers. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. My daughter had a PT Cruiser with flames, like purple flames on it. it was, <laughs> what happened to it? Yeah, it... Uh, Hit the ditch. It rolled. Yeah. She gone. <laughs> she gone, so to speak. But anyway, it's 612. Speaking of, uh, I, I I don't know if anybody would ask for Crocs on their registry, but we just found out this KitchenAid uh, mixer is like seriously the number one thing everybody wants. They're like 450 bucks. Yeah, they're very expensive. But they, I think, are the quintessential, like, I'm married now. I need this. And it'd be good for a family gift. Like if you had like three yeah, or four families exactly. that would kind of all just get together and go, okay, let's get them the KitchenAid mixer, right, as far as a, a gift goes. Wondering this morning at 7 Zero four two one one zero three nine. Any strange and unusual things you've ever asked for on your registry? I have to think there's people that registered with Cabela's, for example. Um, oh, yeah. You guys always laugh when I say this. Matt, you were there on the weekend, but I think my wife now, if, if she got married again, she'd register at Canadian Tire. She loves Canadian Tire. There's so many great there things there. There is everything there. Yeah. And it's a different kind of Canadian Tire than what we were used to when we grew up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that would be her place. But uh, did you register somewhere unusual or would you register somewhere unusual? I went to a wedding and they had registered with a travel agent because they were already going. I think it was Croatia or mm-hmm. it was somewhere there that they were going for their honeymoon. Right. And they had legit specific tours of like they had exactly what they were doing every day and you could contribute to these tours. Oh, I see. So you knew like, yes, you can ask for money, but you knew exactly where like, oh, okay, you guys are going to go tour this brewery or something like that. Right. (laughs) Here you go. I registered with uh, Royal Bank of Canada. Yeah, I know you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cash only, please. (laughs) Hey, Jack goes to a million cash weddings, but the one she has the biggest beef with is mine. I didn't say anything. (laughs) Exactly. That's the point. Okay. (laughs) What about you? As always, we want to hear about you. Uh, Tell us your registry story. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, thanks to the two earlier for a question. Question, we found out the KitchenAid stand and mixer is apparently the number one thing that... uh, 
brides, who are we trying to kid? Brides are asking for on their registry, right? And so we're looking for your registry stories. Krista from Camrose is one of those brides. She says, I got married last August and I did get a KitchenAid stand mixer because I really wanted one. But honestly, I haven't taken out of <laughs> out of the box yet. We didn't have a gift registry as I had most everything, but we did get lots of towels and other kitchen accessories. It's more of a status symbol. Yeah. Yes, slap, I agree. You slapped it on your countertop. You're like, hey, ladies, let's come, come over for mimosas. And then you just like stand by it and break. <laughs> you don't make mimosas in it, do you? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine putting <laughs> orange juice and champagne in your kitchen. It's a mixer. <laughs> yeah. Jack said she's How ludicrous. That would be. But Jack said she needs to use it more, and that would be a way to use it more. Perfect. Right? He threw things orange juice flying everywhere. I just found a use for it. Papa Smurf, what's your story? So I'm just going to tell you guys straight out. When we registered, we registered at Baby's R Us. Oh, did you have one on the way? Oh, yeah. There was a bun in the oven already. <laughs> what an announcement. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks to the two early for a question question that the uh, KitchenAid stand, standalone, stand-up mixer? Stand mixer. Stand mixer. Yeah. Anyways, the number one thing that uh, brides and uh, grooms-to-be are asking for in their registry. <laughs> well, grooms are told they're asking for it. Exactly. What do we want? You want one of these, honey? Yeah, okay, okay. The KitchenAid mixer. Yeah, sounds good. But anyway, we're looking for those unusual things on your registry. This is neat. We just got this text. My cousin is registered at Camper's Village. I think it's absolutely crazy, but apparently it's the new thing. I could totally see this. My best friend and her husband would definitely do this. Yeah, they're hey, campers, whatevs. right? There's a lot of people nowadays that have been living with their significant other for a period yeah. of time. So they're set up. They have lots of stuff for their house. Maybe they own a place. Yeah. So they want to do something different, like the travel agent you mentioned or Campers Village. Right, right. At that point, right? Um, I mean, it's just lame to ask for cash. <laughs> I just I, I don't want to bring it up because Jack gets so angry. I know she does. That's why I bring it up. I have learned just to bite my tongue. I would. It's your guy's choice. You're biting it and hissing. <laughs> you know, it may be bleeding a bit. I would. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm not getting married again. But anyway, like I like registered a place like Subway. You know, <laughs> we're gonna need Subway for the rest of our lives. Honey, Set us you up. can get a cold cut trio anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a six foot party uh, party platter or whatever they are. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, injuries. And I want you to tell me about the injury we were talking about around the fire, Holly. Oh, 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 oh. Not when you uh, broke your back uh, bobsledding. <laughs> We've told that story that's before. That's a story for another time. Yeah, that's a story for another time. This is, you're, you're, you're telling me on the weekend how you were doing some interpretive dancing and you've, 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 you've again, you've lived to regret it. You Every time you move, you can feel that interpretive dancing. It's coming back. Exactly. It's on that big toe. I, I, well, actually, my Achilles as well. Okay, yeah, what and, happened? Well, there was just some, it was kind of like the climax of the song, and I raised myself up on, on one toe and kicked out the other leg, and then I felt the crunching sound. Yeah. It's not like anything broke, but I believe all the little, well, I don't know, all the tendons or whatever, those little muscles that go up your Achilles and yeah. through your big toe, I'm not sure, but all of a sudden there was a crunching sound and I've never really been able to do that kind of, it's almost like a ballet move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's an interpretive dance. What were you trying to show right. the audience with that particular move? Like I say, it was the climax of the music and I was basically 
doing the grand finale. She's like Dirty Dancing, right? What this is when it's baby in the air, right? Dancing at all? It no, very classic. Okay, well, yeah, like says the lady with the torn Achilles. Like my my poor sister in law Donna was a number of New Year's ago. They were doing Gangnam Style, and she oh, right. and something went <laughs> sideways. And ever since then, she can't really walk straight. You know, like I know. And Holly, did you know right away, or was it the next morning and forever for uh, life? You know what? Forever for life, there was crunching and I couldn't really move the same way. And, you know, when I kind of walked, you know what? Still wouldn't pass up dancing like that just in case, right? So you haven't hung up your interpretive dance shoes yet? No, but I probably wouldn't go up on that one toe because I'm probably about 40 pounds heavier, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, Holly. What about you? What silly thing have you done that's uh, left you with a lifelong injury? We'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, our buddy Holly just told us a story about doing some interpretive da- dancing. And, uh, well, that interpreting dancing basically has given her a lifelong injury. So we're looking for those silly things you've done to cause that kind of stuff. Sounds like we should be worried about some dancing. Drew texted in and says, I was at my boyfriend at the time's grad party and I was doing the worm when I got too into it and I smashed my chin on the ground. Ever since then, two years ago, my jaw clicks and pops out of place sometimes. It's not a big injury, but I've got a funny story to tell. Good times. I hate to break it to you, Drew. Hmm. It's kind of a big injury. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's going to hurt when you get old. Oh, yeah. You might as well deal with it now. Especially when the weather changes. My, exactly. My jaw hurts. <laughs> You're not going to believe what Rain's I did. Coming. You're not going to believe what I did 45 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was called the worm. Oh, we'd love to hear your story. You can text us at 103939, just like Drew did, or call us at 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yeah, talking about, um, well, basically injuries that you did to yourself, silly little things, and they've caused some issues. And we're getting some funny texts and calls. Yes, this text says, I was playing a Nerf dart tag with a friend when I was 11 years old and decided to climb up in a tree to get a tactical advantage. Well, the tree was a little wet from a rainfall the night before, and I ended up falling out of the tree. I didn't break any bones, but I did slice my inner thigh pretty good. Oof. Well, my dad drove me to the hospital, and I got 24 stitches, 7 in Interior 17 exterior. Because of where the scar is, every time I bend my knee, I feel the scar tissue pulling. It's led to a lifetime of knee injuries, and needless to say, my kids won't ever play Nerf Dart Tag. That comes from Anonymous because their boss is listening. Nerf Dart Tag. It was a great thought, though. You get in that tree, you get advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you're going to get hurt doing something, so might as well do everything and just hope for the best. That's a good advice. Good parenting. Absolutely. What about you, Nicole? Well, just on Mother's Day long weekend, we were at my sister-in-law's 50th birthday party, and Clayton Bellamy was there. Nice. And a friend of mine and myself were doing the jive, and <laughs> yeah. I did some kind of twisty thing and pulled my ab. <laughs> it's Ooh. nice. It's nice to know that I have an ab. I was going to say, yeah, I've never pulled my ab. <laughs> we're still on the hunt for it. I pulled my keg before. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here's the deal. We're talking about um, things, silly little things that you've done, and you've uh, kind of uh, now regretted it, dealt with injuries. When we were on the field doing the Hope Mission thing last October, Matt and I were playing ball, and we were just throwing the football back and forth, and my uh, balls are not exactly spirally. They're a little wobbly. Yeah. And it was a little bit, there was a chill in the air. Sure. So that you, doesn't help. You reached out right. to catch it. Cold and, hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I jammed my thumb. Yeah. Bad enough yeah. that it still hurts today. Yeah. I went to the doctor last month, and I'm like, Doc, my finger still hurts. It's been over half a year. Right. He says it's gout, yeah. but I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Could be. Yeah. It probably is gout. Yeah, it's something going on. Shannon, uh, we're looking for uh, stories about how you injured yourself, silly. Playing slow pitch. Uh, <laughs> running from, so running to first base, I tore my hamstring muscle and I know Chris has been kicked by a cow before and he knows what the bruise looks like. Yes. Yeah, I had a beautiful one right from underneath my cheek right to my big toe. You know, it's funny. Yes, I was looking back at some old pictures uh, yesterday on... Anyway, but it doesn't matter. But when I was playing, same thing. I was running and rip, all of a sudden I was like jumping in the air and same thing, just a black... My leg was black in the back, right? <laughs> Absolutely beautiful, yeah. yeah. Let this be a lesson to all the slow pitch players out there, yourself included. Yeah. The, the first thing they do when they get to slow pitch is crack a beer, yeah. have a dart, yeah. and then full out sprint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe mix in a little warm up. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about strange and unusual ways you've uh, injured yourself, and a lot of these injuries are just silly and stupid, and then they're lifelong things you got to deal with. Like this one. My best friend, who I hadn't seen in three years, came to visit for my 20th birthday. Within half an hour of being together, we were wrestling, and I dislocated my knee. A year and a bit later, I am now recovering from knee surgery. Well, you lost that wrestling match, bud. Yeah, I was going to say, don't wrestle. But it's so fun. Yeah. How much wrestling have you been doing? (laughs) As of late, not a lot. (laughs) Back in the day, though. Oh, yeah. Really? No. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Only with my brother. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. She was more of a mental wrestler. Yes. I just thought there was wrestling and pillows and idle stuff. You got excited. Anyway, I don't know. (laughs) Ah, now I see where you're coming from. Thank you. Picking up what you're putting down. All right, Greg, you got a story for us? Good morning. You wanted uh, foolish stories with injuries that have resulted? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Fifteen years ago, I was a youth pastor, and one of the games we used to play with the kids involved a, a brown paper bag on the floor, and all you could do was have your feet touch the floor, and you had to pick the bag up with your lips. Okay. And we'd do a round of that, and then we'd cut an inch off the bag, and then we'd do it again, and we'd cut an inch off the bag and do it again. And the weirdest kids, and of course, I was too proud to let the kids beat me, so I got to compete in this thing, and... By the time you get close to the floor, you're doing the splits. And so I strained a, a muscle in my groin, my leg area, really bad. And uh, about a month later, slipped on the ice and ripped it pretty, pretty terrible as a result of that stupid game. And uh, here I am 15 years later, I'm turning 50 in a month, and I can't hardly bend my leg to put my sock on or clip my toenails <laughs> crying out in the night. So when you went to the doctor, said, Doc, I hurt myself Picking up a paper oh, bag with my lips. Oh, wow. Yeah. The only good news for us is I could confidently say I'll probably never be in that position. Yeah. <laughs> I won't ever again either. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. In his small town that he was growing up, and uh, his wife, Lauren, was the mm-hmm. one that suggested it. And he says, it's just kind of neat to remember that street that I grew up on. I was hearing Andrea Taylor talk about it yesterday afternoon, I was like, if I ever had an album, I'd have to name it Hankin Street. I think that was the uh, main street going down Thorsby. Hankin was the doctor, I think, and that's why he got the mm-hmm. street name. Any street names? It's- 80th Avenue, here I come. Whoa. Galaxy Ooh. Way. Oh, Ooh. you win. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good one. spacey album. As always, you win. <laughs> it's 7-12, coming up at 7.30 this morning. Stories about our weekends. One of us will be telling a little bit of a fib. If you can figure that out, you can win a $100 Pandora 
gift certificate just because, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, we're talking about strange and unusual injuries. A Sherry texts in and says, when I was 13, I was skating at an outdoor rink. We were just dancing around to the music. Then I saw stars and I felt a sharp pain. Well, a guy shot a puck on our side, which he wasn't supposed to do. Mm. I took it to my head. Now she says it stayed there until I got to the hospital 45 minutes away. It's stuck in her head? How- I don't believe that. No. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she said, every time I wash my hair, I feel it. It's still tender 31 years later. Maybe there's still a piece of puck stuck through it. I don't like it. just seems so thick. Old puck head. There's no way a puck would stick to your head. I, why would she lie about that? Yeah. I, don't, I think it's just we're, we're interpreting like, the I message wrong. Maybe she's saying like the dent. Yes. Okay. Stuck, I'm guessing. Maybe. Like, yeah, the puck. Sherry, please clarify. Did you have a puck in your head? <laughs> Mike Sobel from Global Edmonton, I told this story a number of times, but he, when he was a young guy, didn't have a helmet, was skating on a pond or a rink or wherever in Toronto where he lived at the time. Fell on his head, lost a sense of smell. Just like that. That's it. Guy Crazy. can't smell. Yeah, but a puck didn't stick in his head. I don't know. That's next level. Maureen, you got a story for us? Water sports are big in my family, and we spend every summer out at uh, Adams Lake, which is by the shoe shops. And so my daughter and I were on a two behind the boat, and my brother, of course, his job is to see who gets off first. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so uh, there was no way. I was falling off before my daughter. So I hung on, and we're upside down. Finally, I let go because she let go, and I got I tore my shoulder. Oof. And uh, I didn't need surgery, but I got bursitis, and I still have difficult range of motion in that shoulder. But I stayed on the longest. And that's all that really matters. Totally <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. Thanks, tubing. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good way to get your brother back. And if, you know, in a number of years, get him to be the one that wipes your bum because you can't. There you go. <laughs> I'm not going to happen. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Getting some crazy stories from people about those uh, silly things you've done to cause uh, lifelong injuries. Yeah, this comes from Michaela. I got whiplash playing Frisbee. I was out with my sisters and their friends after it had been raining and we were playing Frisbee and I collided with one of the guys as we fought to catch the Frisbee. Well, I fell backwards up a small incline and ended up with whiplash. That's it. Ouch. It's rough right there. I could see that. You know what? You try a little bit too hard in a game like that, and you get in trouble, right? And we call them tryhards. Yeah, yeah. But no, try hard. Stretch your neck first, I guess. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Nothing you can do about that. Neck exercises. Hey, Tanya wants us to uh, wish her uh, son Cohen a very happy ninth birthday. He Aww. listens every morning. Happy birthday, Cohen! Have happy a great birthday. have a great day at school. Here's this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Roast and toast. Basically, it's an opportunity for you to get things off your chest. Positive or negative. It's kind of like our version of the rant or rave. All right. We'd like to try to keep things as positive as possible. I'm not sure if that's going to be possible today, but we'll see. Jack, you start. Okay, I'm going to start with positivity, and it's lighthearted. This weekend, Kennedy dumped half a bottle of lotion in her hair and decided it was awesome. It puts the lotion on its skin or it hits the hose again. It was awful to get out. This is right in the morning. (laughs) She sees her mom put a lot of lotion on in her defense, right? Monkey see, monkey do. I want to toast all of the people on Instagram when I posted about this that had tips and techniques for A, diaper cream, B, Vaseline, like anything that is in your hair, I now know how to get out. Gum, gum. So what did you use? How'd you get it out? This just multiple shampoos. Okay. Yeah, luckily the lotion wasn't too bad, but... Yeah, gets pretty crazy with those kids, let me tell you. All right, so you like to give a toast. Yes, there thank it is. you to the mom community out there, and dads too. Matt, what about you? I debated talking about this, but I think it needs to be said. Uh-oh. It's a roast. All right. It's Pride Month. Right. Across the world. Yeah. Right. And it's amazing. 
we yep. celebrate our diversity. Right. <clears throat> and love is love. But right. to everybody on social media who keeps saying, why isn't there a straight day or a straight week? Right. That is possibly the worst take somebody could have. Okay. Like these people have been persecuted for who they love for how many decades, generations, years, millennia. Okay. And you like, I got to have a straight day. That is a terrible take. So knock it off. It's a roast. All right. Well, good for you, Matt. I was saying mine was going to be a little bit... Uh Heated, but yours is definitely going to top mine. Although I heard the story on the weekend, and, and we're trying to do the confirmation on when exactly this happened. But it sounds like it happened in Jasper, and some bears were out. And yes. everybody has this bad habit of wanting to get close to this stuff. Now, I don't think Instagram and social media has helped this situation Not at all. all right? No. <laughs> it hasn't. So, as the story went, I understand people were there with their dogs and the bears, and one of the dogs broke its leash. It's just terrible. And of course, the bears like does what a bear does. I'm hungry. Grab the dog terrible story, takes it away and kills it. So then the bear also has to die too. And there was another story about another bear they had to euthanize because people keep feeding these bears human food and then they just want more human food. The point is, leave these animals alone. They don't deserve to die because of your stupidity. Thank you, Matt. No picture is worth that. Even I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, stop the presses. Yeah. There you go. Stay in your vehicle. Don't get close because then these kind of things happen. And it's not just bears. It's everything. No, no, no. Exactly. No, it's not just bears. I mean, bears definitely don't get near. But yeah, anything. You, You never know what an elk might do either. And then, of course, they have to suffer. So, okay. There you go. Jack, you know, yours was the lighthearted toast. Yeah, there you go. We got a couple of roasts. What do you want to say this morning? We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Roast and toast. Positive or negative, we're looking for yours this morning, Jack. A perfect one this morning. A toast to the residents of High Level who get to go home today and a shout out to all the firefighters who made it possible. That one might take the cake. That's a good one right there. All right. I'd like to toast all the volunteers this weekend at the Leduc Rodeo. Once again, a fabulous year, and it wouldn't be possible without all of them. Shout out to all the volunteers out there. Nice. And I'd like to roast every person that sits in the fast lane going under the speed limit. Props to you. There is literally nothing worse than... (laughs) When you're driving, that's somebody going slow in the fast lane. Well, yeah, and then you get beside him, and when you pass him in the right-hand lane, and you look over at him, and they're just like so oblivious <laughs> to what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday drive. Just dropping it's, hard stink. It's eye. almost like it'd be better if they knew what they were doing. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, another one. First of all, I, I want to agree with Matt and with you with your rope. Those are totally very good ones. Yeah, but I want to toast my husband. Okay. I decided a couple weeks ago. I would take an extra day off of work on the weekend and paint my bedroom and do some things. And it turned into this project that we're still not done. Now making me a a headboard and a custom-made side tables for the bedroom. And I just want to say thank you to him. And I hope he's listening to the radio. Wow. That's so nice. It starts with a coat of paint. It really, and it was supposed to be me doing it, but I don't know anything about any of these home renovations apparently well much smaller what's his name darren darren yeah okay darren well you better hang on to him because if you don't keep him i'm gonna get him this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast uh, it is monday so we're doing oh. this roast and toast 
Your chance to get stuff off your chest in a positive or negative way, for example. I got a positive text from Colin. He says, I would like to toast my brother, Scotty, for going through 18 hours of surgery for throat cancer. What a trooper. All the best, Scotty. That's a 18 hours. Wow. Amazing. Not just him, but everybody else involved in something like that, Incredible. Right? Uh-huh. All right, Mona. Uh, what do you got? It's a rose. Okay, do it. I can't understand why people don't know how to put their cigarette butts out instead of flicking them out the window. <gasps> I Over saw a lot of this. Is under fire, and I'm driving this morning. I've seen five people do it already. Five people? Oh, my goodness. Five people. Okay. Put their cigarette butts out the window. Yeah, that's gross. Hey, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, whether there's a fire banner, fire situation or not, please don't use the earth as your ashtray. To me, it's total ignorance. Yeah. And it's no excuse. Like, people will say, well, I'm on the highway. That cigarette's not getting nowhere near the bush. Yeah. But a couple yeah. of cars go by, that thing finds its way there. Tra- exactly. It travels on another vehicle, like, all the way to the bush? <laughs> Hitching a ride. The little cigarette butt. Yeah, the cigarette butt. Somehow it finds its way to the bush after being thrown out the window on the pavement. I think this is going to be a Disney movie. Like, (laughs) trap. I I agree with Matt because, you know, cars go by and it kind of just blows it, you know? Yeah. Darty the little cigarette that could. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm not saying you should do it, but I think it's, it's, uh, anyway. He just wants to go back to his family. Yeah. The the tobacco farm. And it's not, it's not even that do the cigarette butts start fires, but then our birds are eating them, which is not good either. No. Mm. Get addicted. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Crazy. I mean, I don't know. If I'd have saw that, I'd been like, oh, this has got to be a scam. This can't be real. This They're, they're not really giving away $100,000. They for right? real did it. They really, yeah, for real, really, 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 <laughs> they did it. Thank you for, re- yeah, I thought that. it was a scam too, but there were several people on my Facebook page that uh, were on the hunt. Yeah. Yeah, what if they sold $100,000 worth of maps? How much were the maps? Do we know? They're ex- fairly expensive. I think they're like 100 bucks a pop. Okay. Oh, geez. All right. Well, anyway, a couple in Sherwood Park, a family in Sherwood Park has $100,000 because they found it in less than 24 hours, and we're wondering what you found. This person says, I found $300 in the doorbell box inside my house. I used it to pay my student fees. Hmm. We What's have- a doorbell box? I don't know, actually. Is it the box, like the little mail slot by the doorbell, maybe? I don't know. Could be. Yeah. We have a real treasure hunter on our hands. They say, hey, guys, I walk a lot, and I have found a bike, cell phone, deer antler, balls, jackets, lots of mitts. <laughs> yeah. There's several YouTube channels that I watch of mm-hmm. people, like, dumpster diving and what they find. Right, 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 right. Speaking of that, Matt, did you know the 7-Eleven on Brentwood Boulevard throws all their expired magazines in the back dumpster. And you know which magazines I'm talking about. magazine day! I found out in grade 8, boxes of entertainment. Maybe you were the one that sprinkled the gift that we found. (laughs) It was kind of near Brentwood where we found our nudie magazine. (laughs) I'm just imagining Matt coming out of the dumpster smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.